When I retired, with lots of newfound available time, I enjoyed many travel opportunities. This podcast may encourage you to visit, revisit, or experience virtual armchair travel, learning about exciting new venues. Travel is an excellent vehicle for lifelong learning. Welcome to the What Travel Writers Say podcast. I'm Mike Keenan, your host, and today we learn about Albufeira, Portugal, on the sunny and popular Algarve, the southernmost region of continental Portugal. It's the most popular tourist destination in Portugal and one of the most popular in Europe. In total, including national visitors, almost 10 million people visit the Algarve annually. Attractions in the region include its beaches and also religious tourism. But let's start with Albufeira. Despite the fact that he weighs 120 pounds, Damien Fagan is a prodigious body snatcher. From appropriately named Trim near Dublin, 24 years young, he employs an impressive one-two punch, a broad smile with a charming Irish accent, wearing dark sunglasses in the omnipresent Algarve sun and contrasting white golf shirt, Damien adroitly snatches our group of four in front of the Case Velho restaurant on Albufeira's boardwalk that fronts Fisherman's Beach. In 20 seconds, he ascertains where we live and what we eat, and with a beaming smile, its radiance suggesting that we are lifelong friends, magically reunited, he plugs what's hot on today's menu. In contrast, Stephen Barlow works harder from the northern tip of the old town, where buses and vans from hotels and resorts dislodge multitudes descending upon shops and restaurants all the way south to the beach two kilometers away. Geographically challenged, he employs an aide, a life-size statue of Rolling Stone's Mick Jagger, mouth open wide, ready to bite into the special of the day. Stephen prefers the term tout or PR person who caters to clients. At age 52 from Liverpool, his easy manner appeals to droves of Brits, Irish, and Canadians who pass by during a four-hour work period at the Central Planet restaurant, where he hawks one of Portugal's main dishes, chicken piri-piri, with its sizzling sauce that one snatcher boastfully compares to Portuguese Viagra. Albufeira, a cliffside town, formerly a fishing village, is now the largest resort in the region, reputedly the St. Tropez of the Algarve, centrally located 46 kilometers or 25 miles west from Faro's International Airport. I've never encountered so many restaurants per capita, hence the body snatchers. Midway on the Algarve coast, it's a perfect location for day trips, but shop for bargains to save 10 or more euros per person per trip. We luck out with a ticket shop, a mini mall on the Avenida de la Liberdad. Lisbon is only a three-hour train or bus ride away, and I recommend these shorter side trips. Sagres, 114 kilometers or 71 miles west of Faro, at the extreme southwestern corner of Europe. Once called Ofim du Mondo, the end of the world, a rocky escarpment jutting out into the Atlantic. Here, Henry the Navigator launched Portugal into the world, his school attended by Magellan, Diaz, Cabral, and Vasco da Gama. Talk about impressive students. Famous explorers all. 
About five kilometers or three miles away is the promontory of Cabo de Sao Vicente. Both venues offer spectacular sunset views. Take the PM tour with the powerful lighthouse on the Cape. Lagos, 69 kilometers or 43 miles west of Faro, was a shipyard for caravels during Henry's time. Edged by the Costa de Uru, Golden Coast, the bay once housed 407 warships. An ancient port city, Lagos was well known by the sailors in Admiral Nelson's fleet for the beautiful green-eyed, olive-skinned women of the Algarve. Here, the Antigo Mercado de Escravos, the old customs house, an arcaded slave market, is the only one of its kind in Europe, just off the main square, dominated by a statue of Henry. Less than two kilometers, or 1.25 miles, down the coast, the rocky headland of the Ponta da Piedade, Point of Piety, is one of the most beautiful views on the entire coast. Faro, 309 kilometers, 192 miles southeast of Lisbon, is the provincial capital of the Algarve, in a bustling city of 30,000 people. In a cafe, we sip wine and watch history in motion from an old man leading a donkey to a German backpacker in shorts. Faroe is served by a transport network connecting it to the Algarve and by extension other European markets. Its international airport receives thousands of visitors annually, with 45 airlines serving this airport, including the largest number of low-cost airlines. The Brits love to pop over to the Algarve for short, cheap holidays. In our hotel, for example, was a group of 11 British women celebrating an upcoming wedding. In recent years, the number of visitors traveling through the airport has increased as more and more low-cost airlines compete to offer cheap flights to the Algarve. Faro has taxicabs and a bus line. Centrally located, the town is also served by a railroad station. Lule, my favorite, is a market town 15 kilometers north of Faro in the heart of the Algarve's unique chimney district, plaster Moorish towers that rise from many of the cottages and houses. A highlight of the summer months in Lule is Nuat Branca, the festival of White Night, held to celebrate the end of summer. Locals and tourists, all wearing white, converge on the town where a dazzling display of music, dance, and pageantry awaits. Young people wander the streets dressed in white as princes and princesses, demons and winged fantasy figures, while live bands play in the background. What to eat? An ample supply of fresh fish, eels, squid, and octopus, and the ultimate gastronomic delight. Try the Riviera snack bar and gelateria inside the Hotel Briso Sol. Try the pastes de nata, small yet extremely rich custard tarts, often sprinkled with cinnamon and powdered sugar. Delicious! Visit the local markets to purchase wonderful olives, oranges, figs, almonds, and a wide variety of cheeses, including those from goat and sheep milk, strongly flavored and fragrant. Beer, cerveja, is tasty, particularly Super Bach, a strong pale lager, the most popular beer in Portugal, with a 42% market share, as well as Sagres, a pale lager, with a dry and pleasantly bitter taste to accompany its light golden color. For wine, aside from the fortified port served with desserts, we enjoy vino verde, or green wine, a pleasant surprise at ridiculously cheap prices, three bottles for 10 euros, or $12.80 Canadian. Not actually green, it's a young wine, red, white, or rosé, produced in the northwest Minho province. Where to stay? There are 167 hotels in Albufera. 
We stay at the Parizo de Abufuera, one of the largest with fully equipped apartments for long stays. Happy hours for us featuring a pint of beer or a glass of wine for 1.5 euros or $1.92 Canadian became a ritual. How to go. We flew as part of a package on Air Transat, much like a can of Portuguese sardines with wings. Lufthansa and United also leave from Toronto to Faro. One may walk everywhere from the hotel. Taxis are quite cheap. We conclude each podcast with an appropriate travel quote. Today it's from statesman Benjamin Disraeli, who said, Like all great travelers, I have seen more than I remember, and remember more than I have seen. Thanks for listening. If you have any questions or comments, contact me at mjk6648 at gmail.com. Happy travels, and tune in again next week for another What Travel Writers Say podcast. <music>